Hey Unchurched Podcast listeners, this is Michael on behalf of Sean and Pura Vita Bracelets. Hey, you've heard us talk about this company many times on the podcast. Not only do they make pretty cool bracelets, but they do a lot of good in the island communities. They started off in Costa Rica, they're in India, they're all over the world actually. And they're helping out a bunch of artisans that are these creators that are making these bracelets and really impacting uh, their community. Not only that, they give back to so many different charities. In fact, to date, they've donated over $1.75 million to a bunch of different charities all over the world. Hey, if you want to look good with some flashy bracelets and do some good at the same time, check out PuraVitaBracelets.com. That's P-U-R-A-V-I-D-A Bracelets.com. And check it out. When you use Sean's promo code, SeanLunt20, that's S-E-A-N-L-U-N-T-2-0. You'll get 20% off every purchase. So check it out, PuraVitaBracelets.com. You can look good. You can do some good. And hey, check it out, SeanLunt20. Get 20% off of your order. Hey, let's get back to the show. Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. So you're feeling pretty good right now? I'm feeling pretty good, yeah. Pretty good is pretty solid. I'm solid, bro. How are you feeling? Hey, it's the last night, bro. I go home in the morning. and um, Yeah, it's kind of sad. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feeling pretty good. I don't need these headphones, though. I'm going to leave one in. You leave one in. That's what she said. Indeed. Kegel balls. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. So it's been one hell of a day. has been dude <laughs> happy recording day <laughs> salut salut um so we went to garden of the gods we did i got a really good picture with my idol sasquatch hell yeah we got and, a few uh, quite a few yeah check out our insta yeah i put on at unchurch pod there you go I put a picture of me stroking Sasquatch's beard on Instagram. As one would do. Well, it was either that or grab his ass, which was pretty nice, by the way. He's, yo, <laughs> if you're wondering, Sasquatch, he got a badonk. It's a pretty solid dude. It's very hairy, but he got that badonk. Yeah, so that was pretty nice. Um, Got some more pictures. That I guess I'll put on on Instagram a little bit later. 
once I get back home tomorrow. But um, do it while you're driving. Fuck it. Yeah, why not? Secret time. <laughs> Secret time. <laughs> I got a fucking ticket. Sean got a ticket. <laughs> From some podunk ass <laughs> fucking backwoods cop who literally, <laughs> literally had a cigarette in his mouth the entire oh, time. Oh, God, yeah. He interacted with me. Fill in the car with smoke. Like, that's gotta be. That, that can't be right. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely not right. Like, I'm sorry that 12 people live in your town, bro, but, like, you don't have etiquette? Polk County. Polk County Sheriff. Jesus. Walking up to do a traffic stop with the a cigarette in his butt mouth. in his mouth. Yeah. That, that, that's a first for me. Dude, me too. I'm no, I mean, listen, back in the day, I used to be be getting pulled over. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got a lead foot. I ain't, you know, I ain't trying to deny that. Never in my life have I ever had a cop smoking a cigarette and blowing that shit in my face as he's saying, what did he say? What the fuck was that? <laughs> That's not what he said. No, what was that? It's the smell good thing. Squirt it out. I don't see it. It's right there. It's right where? Look at where I'm pointing. Where are you pointing? I don't see it. Oh, it's right there. Can we get back to the story? That freaked me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> the other day when we recorded, I swear to God, I never heard it one time. It happens every 36 minutes. Seriously? That's what the setting's on, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I kind of got freaked out for a second. It sounded like somebody splooshed. <laughs> oh my god so, so this cop, cop pulls me over cop pulls you over with yes a cigarette hanging out of his mouth yes wafting in my car yeah first thing before he even gets to the window what did he say he said and i quote where are you in a hurry for sir that's exactly what he said <laughs> Was a rush. You know what I said? <coughs> Seriously though, like who fucking does that? You're a cop. You're be a, a professional. Policeman. Yeah. Seriously, be a professional. Like my tax dollars pay your fucking check. Yes. But you don't live in that county. Well, you get what I'm saying. Though. I know what you're saying. Like you're a public fucking servant yeah you have no like wherewithal or no coof as my mom used to say or like you ain't got no coof no boy. respect like fuck you asshole you think i'm gonna take you seriously <laughs> was i going a little over the speed yeah sure i was yeah 16 miles wood fucking you know podunk ass little town like fuck off dude yeah, so Sean got clocked at 61 miles an hour in a 45-mile-an-hour zone, but... We literally just came out of a 55-mile-an-hour yeah, zone. It's a complete speed trap. And we're coming up to a curve 
that's like 40, I think. 40 or 45 miles an hour. It was 45. The curve so like, was 45. Yeah. I have to slow down. I don't know. It was just bullshit. Like, it was. The, literally, it takes about five seconds to get to that fucking piece of shit town. Yeah. And in those two and a half seconds that you saw me, you decided, hey, I'm going to pull this guy over and I'm going to blow smoke in his face the whole time and fucking talk to him. Yeah. It was a little rude. You want me to respect you? Which I did. Because I understand that you just, you don't talk back to cops. You yes sir them and no sir them, and then you go to fucking court if you got some beef. Right. Which I fully plan on... I hope you do. Exhausting my rights to, you know, say my piece at least. Yeah. Was I in the wrong? Sure, I was in the wrong. I mean, if, you know, it's not my fault that 55... Went to 45 that fucking quick. So technically, I was only six over. Right. But you're clocking me at 16 over now. Right. Or whatever the math is. Like, no, I mean, you dude, said it. Your town is like, I can get through your town in like a mile and a half. Yeah. You're just sitting there because you know the drill. And he yeah. was sitting in the perfect place. Perfect spot. Where he could say, well, the speed limit sign's right there. Yeah, it sure fucking is. <laughs> And, to say and the next four to speed five. limit sign is about 500 feet that way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Piss me off, man. Just, uh, it's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's disrespectful. It's irresponsible. And uh, I just, it pissed me off. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, it wasn't good at all. It was a huge bummer that we were 10 minutes late to get to the Garden of the Gods. All because this guy just had his thumb up his ass sitting there waiting to trap somebody on a Sunday. He's smoking got a butt. Smoking a butt. Having a good old time. Good old boy. He's got nothing going on. Took him 12 minutes to get out of his damn trooper car. He was fat. He was old. And, um. I don't appreciate it. Yeah. I don't appreciate it either. It was a bummer. Um, but. And if you're a cop. Or you know a cop? I'm sorry. That's bullshit. It is. You're not protecting the peace <laughs> by pulling over a guy who was going six over, you know, in a 55-mile zone, and then the second it drops to 45, you pull him over. That was Which, a little... honestly, he would have, now that I'm thinking about it, he would have had to clock me in technically the 55-mile-an-hour zone. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm not going to get into all the details of the story because maybe, you know, I don't want to fuck myself over if I, in the future, you know, whatever. But just, uh, it, it was just bullshit. And honestly, I don't think I would have such a big deal about it if... He wasn't such a fucking dick and blowing smoke yeah. in my face. You know what I mean? Like, I smoke yeah. cigars. Yeah, I sure fucking do. But I don't work for the fucking county or the state and then get out of my car and blow it in someone else's face. Like, that's just, first off, cop level or not, that's disrespectful. Yes. But when you're like, what's it called? You're representative of the law, and you're like that person. That's just shitty. You know what I mean? 
Like you don't give a fuck about me. And you're 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 projecting that before you even talk to me. And you want me to like I have to respect you now? Which right. again I did. And I will always do because you will always lose if you go at a cop. No doubt about it. And a second thing, being that it was such a small town, you know, if I was to say or do anything to react to his ignorance and disrespect, you know I'm, my ass is going to jail. And more than likely, the local judge is going to side with fucking dickwad because, you know, it's their only fucking cop. And there you go. So I'm going <laughs> to get fucked either way. Two square miles. That's shitty. <clears throat> the only guy running the show in two square miles. Small town. It's a privilege that I don't appreciate. Yeah. Because I was not disrespectful. I didn't lie. I straight up told him, you know, why are we, you know, what's the hurry for? I what's told you. <laughs> I wasn't lying to you. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't high. What's the hurry for? I wasn't reckless. I wasn't trying to be like, oh, look at my teddies. I want to get out of this ticket. I was straight up with you, bro. Yeah. You got to disrespect me. I, I kind of wanted you to take off your shirt and show me a hairy chest. And just push up my boobs a little. Just squeeze them together real tight. Like, officer, is there really? Is there really a problem, really officer? Here? I was speeding for to get to you to show me. Show the these. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of them queers, ain't you? <laughs> we don't take too kindly to your folk around here, boy. Yeah, it was a uh, super pole dunk dude that pulls you over, pulled us over. <clears throat> it was a little rough, but I got a picture with Sasquatch out of it. You did. It didn't ruin the day. It did not ruin the day. The day was still awesome. At high noon, we're hiking around <laughs> the Garden of the Gods. We're taking pictures, taking videos, getting some awesome pics, you know, in the garden. In between wiping our brow. Yeah. In between sweating the sweat between our asses. Sweating our asses off. And uh, I was getting tension headaches from the from my glasses, my sunglasses. I've got prescription sunglasses that i wear it was a sunny day the back of my head was just throbbing because of those glasses as you explained overcompensating for the glasses kind of slipping off my face because you're sweating because i'm sweating like crazy and your ears go back yeah and your your eyebrows go down and your your nose yeah. kind of crunch and you have this weird fucking constipation face and then your head starts hurting. Yeah, it was brutal. But it was cool still at the same time. Yeah, it's a beautiful place, man. I was so happy being there. I was so excited to get pictures with uh, Sasquatch. It was very, very awesome. I loved it. Then we, after hiking around for a good half an hour, 45 minutes. Easy, yeah. Easily. Um... We go to the store, yum, yum. the Shawnee store, whatever it the was. Souvenir and ice cream shop. <laughs> souvenir and ice cream shop. Walk in the door, the first thing to the left, you got <laughs> sugar, 
you got some flour. Toilet paper. And just below that, you got a roll of toilet paper <laughs> that you can buy. <laughs> Every store is a general store. Oh, yeah. Every store will, gives you an opportunity to buy whatever it is you want to buy. It's the bare necessities. There was a... Uh, there was I bought a couple shot glasses that uh you know, one Shawnee National Forest and uh and one was like a, a Bigfoot uh, Bigfoot lives. You did shot get glass. the Bigfoot one? Yes, I had to. But but no, so there was a third glass that I wanted to buy, but I didn't buy it. It said Bigfoot's shot glass oh. and it was like freaking eight ounces. It's like an eight Ten ounce ounces, shot glass. Yeah. Dude, that driver was huge. Humongous shot glass. Huge. I would just use it as a prop. So, I didn't want to pay $15 for a prop. It was an expensive shot glass. Yeah. So, I just left it there. It was awesome, though. But, I got a t-shirt out the deal as well. And, uh, we had a good time. And, it was a really, really good time. I'm so happy that we went. And that I didn't go home today. Yeah. Yes. So like a little bitch. <laughs> it was a good time. It's a really good time. It was. Um, we tried to sit out front. Well, we did sit out front and smoke uh, some cigars. We sat out front, smoked some cigars, and we also we got killed sweaty a, balls. Yeah, super sweaty. Yeah. Killed but we about twenty flies. We killed about twenty flies. That was awesome. Um, and had sweaty balls. Yeah, dude, it's it. It almost felt like Florida here today. It was pretty humid. It was a nice day. Damn. It was a sunny day, but the humidity was ripping. I'm a Florida cracker. <laughs> if you missed the first episode, that's three generations deep of Floridian. That's me. Yeah. Florida is home. But he going? Hans just left the building. That's my wiener dog. But dude, I hate Florida for the simple fact that it's always hot and humid. Yeah. And you can literally walk to the car and sweat like you just trained for a marathon. Yeah. And that's how it felt here today. And I cannot stand it. Like, I'm a big guy. I'm warm-blooded. Brooke loves it at night because she wants to curl up to me because I'm her personal heater, which is awesome. Teddy bear. But, like, that's... I'm just saying, like, I'm hot-natured. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm big, and I'm fat. So, like, add that on top. Like, sitting out in humid, stagnant, just heat, and I just rain down sweat. Like, it's, it's misery to me. Yeah. But <clears throat> we suffered through we also got some really good pictures on the rocks um, and secret time. Secret time. I am deathly afraid of heights. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> so, you know that feeling in your balls that you get mm-hmm. when you're on a roller coaster and you're going up really, really high mm. and you're right before you go down the drop? Every rock that we went on completely unsupported no railings no nothing i get that feeling in my balls that does not leave sure and 
I was I was scared. I was freaking sweating my balls off for every little sight, and it was beautiful. I absolutely love being in nature. I love being in the outdoors hey. like that. Nice. Yeah. I, I love seeing all the trees. Everything is green and beautiful and lush and super huge. I love seeing it, but I was shaking, bro. Like, I, I was so scared getting out on those rocks. I felt like a little girl. It was rough. Um, but I think we got some good pictures. And uh, I'm going to post some on my Facebook. And I'll, I'll post some more on our Instagram page. And I'll put it out there. But every picture that I looked super happy in, <laughs> I was also <laughs> deathly afraid yeah. of falling. Like, you know, falling 300 feet to my death. Being picked up by a Sasquatch. Carried to some, un, you know... Un, uninhabitable cave and having my guts eaten out after being raped yeah <laughs> so, yeah after being raped I don't know so it, it was scary but it was absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. and such a good time had a blast and uh, it was a great way to end the weekend then we had some incredible pizza. Really? Are you just saying that? I am not just saying that. Mackey's, right? Mackey's? Yep. Mackey's pizza and so ill. Top five. Of all time? Of all time. Wow. For me. All right. Top five. Dude, it had anchovies. And dude, for, for a, a pizza place to say, okay, this is our special. And it's got anchovies on it. <laughs> that is impressive, dude. They did such a good job with that pizza. Out of this world, I freaking loved it. Yeah. And I paid for it, too. It's good, man. Their sauce really makes the pizza. I ate a lot of it. Like It's, a, it's almost like a sweet sauce. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really good pizza. I ate too much of it. And so did I. I went fucking ham on that shit. Two large pizzas. Brooklyn only had like two pieces. (laughs) No, she told me she had five. And I was like, no, you didn't. And we had thin crust. And she was like, well, I had two little bitty corner pieces that don't really count. Right. Okay, so you had three pieces. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so good. Dude, honestly, I love a thin crust these days. I'm all good with that. I can eat more of the pizza, and I feel like there's more flavor, and I don't get super full on bread fast. America, you know? Their large pizza is an extra large pizza in Detroit. Pretty much everywhere else. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. For sure. It's a huge pizza, and you can definitely eat way more than what you should. Um. But it was fantastic, man. I absolutely loved it. It was great. Then we got a bunch of beers. Just finished up. If you looked at our last um, Instagram post for episode 62, see I got a glass of some bourbon. 
we bought my favorite bourbon, Maker's Mark. Mm. And uh, it's making a mark on me. This is making a mark. <laughs> so we killed the bottle. <laughs> so it was a great weekend. We finished an entire bottle of Maker's Mark on top of several beers. And uh, and jello shots. Jello shots. <laughs> Those jello shots. They're, they're killer. God almighty. We should do an, we should do one last one. Oh, shit, I don't know, dude. So so for me, I don't normally mix my 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 lights and and darks. I don't either. But this weekend has been a uh What do you call it? Shit show. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rarity for me. Yeah. I I typically don't even drink this much. I mean, we've drank we've drank quite a bit. Yeah. But yeah. we also stay hydrated. Hydrated. Yeah. A lot of water, water in between. A lot of water. So Yeah. So it, it hasn't been a complete shit show. I've had some shit shows where I've like sitting outside hot, just pounding the beers and pounding the whiskey and not having water. This has not been one of those weekends. We've drank a lot of water. Well, you had to because we sweat so freaking much. Yeah, yeah, we sweat a ton at the Garden of the Gods. So, um, I feel like I also got my workout for the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's okay. a lot of hiking, dude. There's a lot of hills. Going up those hills, going mm-hmm. downhill, climbing over rocks, you know, jumping back and forth. There's a lot of calories burned. I don't care what anybody says. I got a really, really good workout, and my only regret is that I freaking left my watch at home. So I had a good, solid 45 minutes of going up and down hills that never got logged from my workout count. Yeah, you went on a lot of steps. ton of steps. Absolutely a ton of steps. And I don't, I don't trust my phone to give me the right amount of steps. Mm-hmm. And it never translates to my watch. But everything I do on my watch translates to my phone. Super weird. Hmm. Either way, um, I wouldn't be surprised if I got home and I lost a pound. (laughs) (laughs) Just one. Just one. (laughs) Just one pound. Whatever you lost at Garden of the Gods, you definitely gained and some eating the pizza. Oh, yeah, and drinking the beer. And the beers. And drinking the whiskey. Definitely kind of, gained it right back. Kind of hard to find local shit around here, huh? Dude, I've, I don't think I've comes ever stayed so long in a place so country. So I was putting on my Snapchat the, the fucking tractor driving down the road, blocking up traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of shit only happens in, like, Northern Michigan, uh, in the woods, in the country. Corn so, and soybeans, bruh. Corn and so- soybeans. Absolutely nuts, dude. I just wasn't expecting that. And then, you know, driving into town and seeing all the the hay rolled up in the hay ball. Bells. Hay bells. Like, all of that was super, super different for me. Big John... 
the the rural king and uh um, which we never took you to rural king i know i think i might stop just to see it yeah <laughs> on my way home tomorrow just stop in just to experience it just to say that i've been there ain't shit else to do in this town you should so buy a baby chick take it back to the d buy a baby chicken as long as it's not a rooster so how do you know if it's a rooster if it's a baby chicken i don't know or should i say a chick i don't know i'd actually have to trust one of these country boys to actually tell me what the difference is they're pretty cheap yeah pun intended Cheap, 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 cheap. Um, I don't know. So in my city, you, you can't joke. have. <laughs> you cannot have a uh, a chicken, and I really believe that my dogs will kill the chicken if we had one. Yeah, well, right away too. Here's the funny thing about good old town of the Berg. Berg. So <clears throat> we have a rural king in town mm-hmm. that people come to because we're one of the biggest towns around in our area and they sell chickens and uh you can't have chickens in they call this the city but i call it a fucking Shit. town because it's why. only nine thousand people yeah but you can't you can't have chickens in the town limits so I think it's kind of funny that they sell fucking chickens in the town that you can't have chickens in. But I also kind of understand, like, farmers from outside of town come to us because it's the closest thing around. But it's still funny to me, you know? Yeah. How about secret time? Secret time. Secret time? Shh. I stole some... This is not even a good secret time. This is a terrible secret time. So many people do the same thing. I stole some, what do you call them? Coasters, Coasters. for you? Yeah. From 618? I got a secret time. What's that? Secret time. Secret, secret time. time. Michael didn't have the balls to steal the glass mug I wanted. <laughs> and if you're thinking, well, Sean, why didn't you? Because I didn't have a little fucking sack that I hold all my cigar shit in because I ain't bougie. So you don't have a sack? I have a ball sack. I don't have a sack in which I s- securely hold my humidor that's travel-sized for my cigars. I have a bag, not a sack. That it's a satchel. I u- it's a, not a satchel. I got it from the Army Surplus, and it's badass. It's a man satchel. It's a man satchel, if you will. Oh, so it I- is a satchel. It's not a satchel. It's a man satchel? It's a man bag. That I hold. I'm going to kick you in your man bag. <laughs> I have a man bag that I hold all my cigars in. Stop it. That'll hurt real bad. It hurt real bad. Um, and <laughs> because it's full of cigars and pipe tobacco and pipes, I didn't have room to put. Oh, yeah, that's it. I didn't have room to put a freaking glass in there for you. Mm-hmm. I did not, honestly. I could have made it fit. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can fit that in there. Just fucking shove it in. I, yeah, I, I, I wasn't going to do that. Though I could have. 
Actually, we parked right next to, because we were sitting outside smoking cigars and having some beers. Your car was right there. You could have easily taken two glasses and put it in your car. Here's the thing, though. <clears throat> the place we were at was, like, full glass. All glass. So, like... Yeah. You know. You would have been seen? Yeah. Yeah. You don't think I was seen? The freaking camera was looking Going right at me. your bag? The camera was looking right at me. Yeah, and when are you going to be back here ever in your life? I, I don't know. In the wintertime sometime. Because no. the heat is bullshit. <laughs> Leaving me out of this mug. <laughs> I don't do tractors and smoking hillbilly fucking cops. If you wanted the glass, you could have put the glass right in your car. If I wanted the glass, I could have put it up your ass. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, we had some fun, man. It was really, really good. I thought we'd knock out a few more episodes, but we had so much fun. It was good. When you well, came to Detroit to visit us, you... We we only recorded one episode. We did. So at least we get two while I'm here. Yeah. So. Well, I hope you had fun. I had a blast. Yeah, you know, there's not there's not too much going on here in So Ill. It's and not as you've now experienced firsthand. It's like oh we could go here and you're like yeah. oh sweet let's do that. <laughs> How far is it? And we're like oh that's an hour. And you're like oh yeah. Well, we could do this. Oh, yeah, let's go there. How far is that? Well, that's two hours. <laughs> yeah, that's just, you know, I drove <clears throat> 10 hours to get here um, on Friday. It'll take eight hours to come home. Um, it was only 10 hours because I had to drop my son off first. Uh, so I think that, you know, going home would be a lot easier and and if you know my my boy wasn't involved it would have been one thing but after driving that far and only staying for the weekend the last thing i want to do is be in a car for 2 hours yeah to go do something you know dude i live here and you know that's one of the struggles is like yeah hey let's go like what do you want to do for dinner this weekend or like saturday or something and it's like well I really want to go to this place, but it's an hour drive one way. So we're looking at two hours total just driving. Yeah. Like, who wants to go have a nice dinner and get all full and then drive an hour back? Like, an hour is a good amount of time. You know what I mean? It's a huge amount of time. And, like, you wanted to go to St. Louis and... You know, it's we're like two hours, a little over two hours, actually, like two hours and 10 or 15 minutes, whatever. Yeah. So essentially we're two hours away, but it's like, dude, that's like four hour travel time. So if we left this morning, you know, there's two hours to get there and you have your fun, you see the stuff, you, you eat, you drink, you stand in the sun cause it's fucking hot as shit. You eat some more, you know, and then you have to. You can't just go home. You got to spend two hours in a car. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it. I don't know. At my age, it just seems like, 
man, I don't, I'm, you know, I'd rather just stay here. <laughs> no, and I get that 100%. So I'm fucking old, man. So the wife, you know, when we debate about what we're going to do for a weekend or whatever, um, it's a random night of dinner. It's like, well, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Everything is always local. And uh, you're talking five, ten minutes of a drive to get there. It's totally different. Oh, yeah, that's nothing. You know, yeah, I, I mean, within ten minutes, we can get to a hundred different places that are all super awesome to go to. Great beer selection, great whiskey selection, whatever. And you can get anything from, you know, soul food to Mexican food. You know, sushi, whatever, bar food, whatever. You can do it with all all within the 10-minute drive. Sure. So to say, you know, let's go take an hour drive to go do something fun, it's like, holy shit, are you fucking kidding me, dude? It's a, it's a huge culture shock. It's the life we lead. Yeah, it's a huge shock for me. It's like, shit, man, I just drove... You know, 10 hours to be here. Last thing I want to do is jump in the car and drive an hour or two hours to go do something fun when I can just do something. I don't know. We still didn't hit JoJo's, which is, <laughs> which is right around the corner. JoJo's. JoJo's. And the, the other place that you were. I mean, proposing. we can if you want to go. No. Actually, it's Sunday. I don't know if we can. Now, I, you know, at this point, dude, as as late as it is, what is it? Is it really? No, it's 12. It's 12.15 right now? Your computer's still on Michigan time. My computer's on Michigan time. So it's 12.15. Shit, man. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I sweat so much today and ate so much pizza. Yeah. It's TKO. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of TKO. Yeah. How about that fucking fight so the other we night? we saw the card. The John Jones card. But the prelims. I don't even remember these way guys' names. Way more entertaining. Names. The prelims were way more entertaining than the card. And um, this guy broke the UFC record for the fastest knockout by doing a a flying knee to this guy's face. Yep. And knocked him out in five seconds. Well, honestly, he was knocked out probably in two or three seconds. As soon as the knee landed, the dude was out. And then, yeah, and then he falls down with fucking rigor mortis, like stiff as a board. Stiff as a board. Leg in the air, arms in the air, and the dude just comes down wailing on him. Right, he got four And that's good when cracks. they called it, but honestly, that first hit, like, he was out, dude. The fight should have be, been called as soon <clears throat> as that knee hit his face. And so that's why Joe Rogan was like, oh, it was actually seven seconds. And Joe Rogan was like, it should have been three. Yeah. So um, so when, he, when the guy hit him in the face with a flying knee, he was down. We were at B-dubs. Buffalo Wild Wings for those that are not initiated. So we're at B Dubs and the whole bar goes nuts. Oh yeah. Everybody's yelling and whistling How and can cheering. You not, dude? It was insane. It was absolutely nuts. 
It was a great fight. And uh, he broke the record for the fastest knockout. And the, the best part to me is that he knocked out a guy who had a perfect record. Yeah. He was 12-0. I think it was 13, 19. 19-0? Something, I, I'm pretty sure it was 19-0. Either way, he was, complete, he was undefeated. Yeah. And, um, and he got knocked out in three seconds. Three seconds. Absolutely nuts. <clears throat> yeah, so, dude. I mean, that's... That was a good time, man. That was crazy. And, and I got then, to meet your boy, Dally. Yeah. Dally's a Dallas. great man. It's my twin. <clears throat> so we both love IPAs. Strong whiskey. Weird beers. <laughs> and then... <laughs> so Dallas has a full head of hair and a beard and glasses. And he looks like Ed Sheeran. But I went in to, to use their... <laughs> I went in to use their spare bathroom. And um, I saw Art of Shaving. And I'm like, dude, this is my my legit twin right now. We both use Art of Shaving. <laughs> I walk out and I'm like, I don't know what you're shaving, bro. But I can appreciate <laughs> I can appreciate that we're both using Art of Shaving on top of loving all the other things. And he hunts as well. Yep. And fishes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, this is my fucking twin right here, dude. This guy's awesome. And then um, what I didn't say is that when I was in the bathroom, I looked on the top of the toilet, the toilet, and I saw a book that says, it was a guest book that said, <laughs> please sign in if you're taking a poop. Yeah. They have a poop sign-in book on top of their toilet. Is it a poop sign-in or is it just a guest book? It's a guest book specifically designed for poop. Oh, I didn't catch that part. Yeah, the the writing is on the on the cover of the book. Huh. I was like, dude, this is a great idea. Who thought of this shit? Did you sign in? I didn't take a poop, so no. Oh, uh, touche. I could have took a poop, though, because I was turtling just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> secret time. <laughs> secret time. Secret time, I let out a few farts. But I thought the sign-in book was awesome, dude. I would never do that. Well, then I didn't want to touch it because I'm thinking to myself, well, if it's a poop sign-in book, that means that everybody that has touched that book did it while they were pooping. And ain't no telling whether or not they signed it before or after they wiped. I kind of got grossed out and I was like, eh, never mind. What are you white barehanded? No, of course not. But so what's what's the thing then? It is, it is. And then you're gonna wash your hands. Okay, we're gonna have this debate right now. It is impossible <laughs> for you to wipe your ass and not get poop on your hands. How's it impossible? It's impossible, bro. It's not impossible. It is completely impossible. The the it, people don't wipe barehanded in the U.S. Hopefully. Right? Hopefully. But there's poop particles all over anybody's bathroom. It doesn't matter who, how clean you are. There's always poop particles everywhere. When you do a courtesy flush, which I always do, by the way, if I want to sit there for more than five minutes taking a <laughs> shit, I'm going to do a courtesy flush halfway through. 
Those poop particles come up, hit your ass. They go into the air. You breathe it in. Mm. It's poop particles all over your bathroom. And then when you wipe, you, you dump into the toilet, right? And then you get up, and you use those same shitty hands to flush the toilet. And then you go wash your hands. And so you got poop particles all over the handles when you go wash your hands. <laughs> and then when you, when, you, when you turn the water off after your hands are clean, you have poop particles on your hand because you turn the water on when your hands were still dirty. Think about that. And then when you go wi wipe your hands off on a towel, there's poop particles on the towel because you've turned off the water with your clean hands and you get poop particles on the handles. So it goes on, it goes back into your hands and then you, you fucking go and you, you wipe your hands on the towel. So we always have poop particles. You always have poop particles all over you. Am I the only person that thinks this way? So then, with your thinking, why would you care if you touch the book or not? Because I don't know if someone signed in before or after they wiped. What does it matter? There's poop particles everywhere. It's true. And all you do is just, <laughs> you just confirm the reason why I don't touch it. That book stays but in the... But you touch the handle on the towel? Yes. After you wash your hands? Yes. Getting said poop particles on your hands anyway? Yes. But you won't touch the book? Because the book lives in the bathroom. So does the towel and the handle that you're touching that you said has the poop particles. I agree that it is... I just don't understand the logic here. I agree that it is completely illogical. Uh, but I'm a clean freak. And with poop particle hands. With poop particle hands. And it wears me out. <clears throat> I think we should just move on. I, I'm just telling you, you know, we don't have to have the debate, but I'm just being honest with you that poop particles freak me out. And I know they're everywhere. Like, here's a question Do you leave your toothbrush in your bathroom? Yes. So you brush your teeth with poop particles? Yes, I do. <laughs> and but, yet you're afraid to touch a fucking butt. But, but after I... I think there's some holes in this theory. After... after oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm... Hans. Stop, you bastard. <laughs> he knows who's his mom. <laughs> so, when I'm done brushing my teeth... First of all, my toothbrush has a cover on it. Oh, yeah. So after I brush my teeth... That also has poop particles. I put the cover back on to the, <laughs> to the toothbrush. To the poop, poop particles. And then we keep our toothbrushes in a drawer that we close and seal. Which is also covered in poop particles. But it's inside the drawer so it's less contamination because our toothbrushes aren't out. They're in the drawer. Well, yes, if your toothbrush is out, <laughs> it's going to have poop particles on it. Secret time. Secret, Secret time. time. My toothbrush is out. 
<laughs> so you eat shit. I eat mine, yours, Brooks, whoever's. According to your theory. According to my theory. So, uh, let me just say, I appreciate the size of your toilet. Thank you. It's huge. It's huge. Yes. It's not that big. It's big. <laughs> it's such a weird compliment. It's bigger than... It's a weird compliment, but it's bigger than my toilet's at home. And so I can sit down on it and, and do my business. And it was just... It's a big mouth. And I appreciate the big mouth. Yeah. Because my, my toilet's at home, and you've been there. They're smaller... Energy efficient toilets. Yeah, I don't remember though. They're smaller. The size so, of your toilet diameter. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's the weird shit I think about, man. I cannot help the weird shit that I think about. Now I get it. I mean, I've been places where the toilet's like so small. And you remember it. And like, I'm a big guy first off, and I'm like, who the fuck is this toilet bowl made for? Yeah. Like, I'm not a size zero or a size four. Yeah. Or to put it in man sizes, I'm not a 30 or a 32. Yeah. Like I'm a 38. Really? Technically, I'm a 37, but they don't make that size. I'm in no. between a 36 and a 38. Good for you. And, you know. I remember when I was a 32. It's been a long time. I remember when I was a 34. It's been an even longer time. <laughs> <laughs> this is a shitty combo. We should move on. Well, you know, but we've had so many different conversations over the weekend. And I, I think that what I, one of the things I appreciate the most is just our freedom to just be ourselves and not fit into some mold of what we're supposed to be. Yeah. Like we were seeing a bunch of church logos, you know, their their message boards on the outside of the churches mm -hmm. that said like super cute things. Like you saw one, you said it was like uh don't trip on what's behind you. Don't trip on what's behind you. It was very, very cool. Yeah, it's a play on trip. I like it. Yeah, so play on words. Don't trip on what's behind you, which means basically don't dwell on the past and allow yourself to just live in the past um, to where you trip and stumble over it. I like that. I like that a lot. But I know that in a lot of churches, there's this stigma of perfection that is completely false and completely just yeah. nice, just made up. It's like, you know, you, you got to fit into a certain box, fit in certain, into a certain mold in order to be accepted. And I appreciate the fact that, you know, with our friendship, with our podcast, with the way that we live life, we're not locked into having to fit a certain mold and it's so freeing and it's so liberating to be able to come down here, spend time with you in Brooklyn, just be myself. I can just fart. I can belch. I can swear. 
I can do whatever it is. I, I can have some drinks, have some cigars with you, have a good time, and not feel like I got to repent on my way home. <laughs> you know, I appreciate that. That's something that I pay attention to and, and that I respect. Yeah. You know, um, it's good to be able to just... I'm happy when I'm just allowed to be me and not be judged and not be criticized and not be pigeonholed into some kind of mold. Well, you know, you're not a Christian because you're not doing this and you're not doing that. You guys aren't questioning my prayer time or my... my <laughs> Secretly, I am. <laughs> like, Michael didn't pray today. He got up and he didn't pray today. He didn't read his Bible. Like... None of that shit is going on. I've and, been meaning to talk to you about that, though. Yeah, I well, didn't notice. Whatever. <laughs> I, and it might be small and trivial, but... No, I don't think it is, man. I it, It's something that... I think you should read your Bible every day. <laughs> <laughs> and a lawyer should study law every single day. Yeah, don't fucking smoke when you pull someone over. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the hospitality and the love and the acceptance and just the, um, you know, just being able to be here, be myself with you and you be yourself with me and, and Brooklyn be herself with me and us just have a good time. It means yeah. a lot. It really does. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. But, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, we feel the same way. I mean, when we were there, you know. Yeah. And I'm glad that I have friendships with even other people that, you know, that can be a thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it is, it is a, it is a freedom. Cause I know like, like growing up, like, even with this podcast, if, if my family heard or found out about this podcast, they wouldn't be able to really, uh, how do I put it? Let me put it this way. We were talking about Tata Motors tonight with you yeah, and you were expressing certain things about how they do business in certain ways and how that it's kind of like, it's not really modern. It's a little more old school. Yeah, very dated. <clears throat> and, you know, to, like, that's kind of how I feel. Like, if, if my side of the family heard this, they most likely, they were going to, they'll be off-putted. You know, they'll be like, oh, I can't believe you're using that language and you're drinking and you're having this good time and. You know, like that's, you should read your Bible every day and you shouldn't joke about that. Like, that's very serious, you know, and just like this stuffy, old school, like militant thing. And I'm not saying that it's necessarily wrong. I'm also not saying that it's right, you know, like if that's, if, if that's what it takes to be a Christian and for God's love to like live in you and through you and for you to have a relationship with your creator and your savior 
who your creator sent down to earth to make amends for our horrible shittiness, then like, oh man, I don't, I don't know. Like the Bible doesn't make sense at that point. And if yeah. the Bible doesn't make sense and it, it doesn't add up and it's like, well, like there's no freedom in it. That's my whole point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not saying like, yeah, I should be able to rape and <laughs> pillage fucking, you know, <laughs> diddle little boys and murder anyone I want anytime I want. Cause Jesus died so that I could. No, I'm not saying that I'm saying have a mature outlook on life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And growing up in a, you know, environment where it was very strict and very dogmatic and legalistic and very, that's what it says and that's what it means and we don't question it, so don't do it. You know, it's like, eh, that's not, like, there's no freedom in that. Yeah. That's very militant. And when I say militant, I mean, there's a lot of restraint to that. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, I know people can be like, well, you know, the right way is a narrow way and not all take it. I agree with that. Yeah. But you're interpreting that, interpreting, is that a word? You're interpreting that (laughs) Brooklyn, is that a word, interpreting? Oh, whatever. She's sleeping. Yeah. (laughs) It's being interpreted a little wrong. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And... All that to say, I appreciate that I can have friends who, you know, yeah, we can drink. Do we get drunk? Maybe a little. Yeah. Are we, like, fucked up to where we're, like, not making good decisions and we can't, you know, like, I can't hear God or, like, I'm going and fucking people up or, like, doing wrong things? Like, no. I'm an adult. Yeah. And I can drink like an adult and I can talk like an adult and I can pay my bills like an adult and I can make a decision like an adult. Mm-hmm. And if I want to speed, I can speed. And then I know if I get pulled over, whether or not you're smoking a cigarette and it's inconsiderate, I'm at fault for that. I get that. I own that. I'm not going to fucking lie. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's an adult. And I appreciate that too, especially with you and Jenna. And there's other friends who I won't name, but I just, I really appreciate that freedom and the, you know, the ability to not live in such a fucking stuffy, like turtleneck faith, I guess. Sure. Sure. Like that that can't be how Jesus was. No. That can't be what the creator of all of all of this shit that you look at garden of the gods, me, a fucking ant on the ground, the rainbow that comes when the sunlight hits just perfectly after a rain and the clouds and the light and we can see it and like all of this stuff, like God created all that so that I have to live in this tiny little thing with all these extremes and restrictions and if I if I budge then I'm fucked, you know? Yeah. That that can't be how life was, you know, supposed to be for us. Right. No, I believe it 100%. Because, like, the 613 laws will never live up to that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know. I yeah. Know. Maybe I went on a tangent there, but... No. The, the fact is, is that we're designed to fail. And, uh, and all of life. 
initially was not designed to fail, but there's flaws that are inherent to all of our nature. And the fact is, is that we make mistakes. We don't do everything perfectly or right the, the way that, you know, we say that we should. But the fact is, is that there's grace in our failings. You know, there is. There has to be. Uh, because of our imperfections, there's no way that our efforts and merits and deeds uh, should qualify us for salvation or to to be considered children of God. But the fact is, is that Jesus' life, his ministry, his perfect life that he lived, his death, his burial, his resurrection, according to the Christian faith, is what qualifies us. And we get to piggyback off of all of his goodness. And if you think that's weird and you think that's wrong, then don't accept your parents' life insurance. You know? Yeah. If you have a trust, if you're your fortunate enough. Phone. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you're fortunate enough to have a trust from your parents, don't accept it. If it's that weird and it's that wrong of a concept. The fact is, is that we get to piggyback off of the perfection of Christ, even though we have imperfections. Given that fact, we should all eat some humble pie and realize that um, that God accepting us has nothing to do with us, but has everything to do with his son. I live that principle. I'm reminded of, the, of that principle every single time that I fall short. You know, every time I do something wrong, every time I, I cross the line and I, I go overboard and I do something stupid, which happens a lot. The fact is, is that it's not my performance that causes me to be accepted by God, but it's the performance of Christ. And that is what, that is the mindset that I've trained myself to believe over time. And I think that it's something that every Christian needs to practice and learn how to do. Unfortunately, a lot of churches don't teach that. They just teach behavior modification. But behavior modification doesn't mean that you have a heart modification. Yeah. You can work on your behaviors and work on doing things a certain way in order to fit into a certain crowd. But the fact is, is that that behavior modification doesn't mean that there has been a change in your heart. It doesn't mean that there's any real belief system change that allows you to have peace. And I think that it's something that we share, that common peace, that we're loved by God, we're accepted by God, regardless of our, of our behavior, and it's not something that we've learned in church. It's something that we've learned in developing a relationship with God over time. Mm -hmm. And when you get to that point, you don't beat yourself up for stupid shit. You don't, it, there's, there's no guilt and condemnation because you swore. 
there's no guilt and condemnation because you took a drink or because you you hung out and you smoked a little bit or you did this, you did that. The guilt and condemnation falls off because there's a certain level of security that is there based on the relationship that you have. So case in point, with you and Brooke, you guys were awesome hosts to me this weekend. But there were times where maybe there might have been some disagreement or there might have been some, you know, stuff you said or she said or whatever. And you guys were like, you know, well, just fuck you for the next 30 seconds. <laughs> but no, well, of course not. But <laughs> but the, but the fact is, is that you haven't lost your marriage over this weekend. <laughs> even if I stayed, <laughs> even if I stayed an extra day, you know, sure, probably should have left this morning so no. you guys can get back to life together. <laughs> but, but, and and I, I don't feel like I overstay my wel- my welcome. No, nah, man, you can stay five more days. I don't care. I don't. I don't feel like I overstay my welcome. But what I'm saying is that, um regardless of of uh, you guys' dynamics with a guest in your home, you guys are still married. And yeah. even if you guys have a disagreement about something, you're still married and committed to each other. Your marriage has not dissolved. And I, I came to that understanding a long time ago with my relationship with God. It's like, yeah, okay, I fucked up. I know I fucked up. But, that doesn't mean that the marriage is over. It doesn't mean that the, the relationship is over. It yeah. just it is simply that I just fucked up and that's it. You know? I messed up. I did something I shouldn't have done, or maybe said something I shouldn't have done, or I, I behaved in a way that I shouldn't have behaved. But the fact is is that my relationship is still the same. And I think it's a, it's an important place for people to try to get to especially if you're part of the unchurched community to realize and understand that your relationship with God is something that is solid that is based on faith not performance and therefore you you should have some security in that even when you do mess up or you fall short or you make a mistake and you do something that you shouldn't have done that you still have that place of refuge that you can go to God your father and he can help you process the emotions and the things you feel and the things you think uh, to, to a point where you it, it, it's like it's like hugging your wife after a huge fight you know it's like it's like makeup sex <laughs> that's what it's like it's like makeup sex it's like understanding, like, okay, we're going to make up right now, and we're going to fuck, and, or uh, I shouldn't say fuck, we're going to make love, and we're going to connect on the fact that we're still in a relationship, and, um, and that's not going to change. You may have some feelings that you have to work through, but the relationship hasn't ended. The bond is still there. You know, and that's how a relationship with God is and should be. Unfortunately, it's not something that's taught in the church. Mm-hmm. They definitely wouldn't use those words. Um, but 
I think it's an important place to get to. So. Yeah, I mean, honestly, a lot of churches probably should use that word. <laughs> Make up sex. <laughs> well, I say word in the the general sense of they should preach what you just said. Sure. And maybe even use harsh language. Yeah. Just because, I mean, you know, here's my thing, too, I guess. That just made me think of, like, pastors and people in power in general. Like, they have this thing of, like, oh, well, you know, I'm the person, and I have this power that's been given to me, and, you know, I have this thing, and... I'm above you, or whatever, and it's like, you know, that that doesn't give you, first off, you're not above me. Right. Your title may allow you certain things to control my behavior, like when we're talking legally. Sure. If I'm drunk in public and being an asshole, the law has every right to restrain me and throw me in a jail uh. for the night. Sure. Or, you know, if I'm, you know, I, I don't know, what's another thing? Like, if I'm shoplifting, the law has every right to restrain me. Yeah. Take back the possessions I stole, throw me in jail, and then I go through the process of, you know, the judicial fucking shit, right? Yeah. Aside from that, you put your pants on just like I do. Yep. Or you lift that skirt up just like a woman does. And you fucking shit and it smells. Yep. And you have to go pee. And like you have to feed yourself. Like we're, we're not different. Right. The only thing that is different is the things that have been set up to say, oh, well, that's the president of the United States. And there's so much honor. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. That is a fucking dude. Because we haven't had a woman president in this case, but like Yeah, it's just a dude. Trump right now is just a fucking asshole like I am. Yeah. That's it. Now, should I respect the fact of his, you know, uh of his role in society? Sure. To a degree. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, he's a fucking human. Yeah. That's that. Like that cop who pulled me over. I did not want to bite my tongue today. Yeah. Because I was super pissed that he was smoking and wafting it in my car and in my face. Yeah. Hugely disrespectful. Yeah. But I knew for a fact if I buck against that, my ass is going to end up in prison and my license yeah. is going to be suspended. Jail. Yeah. And I'm going to be fined. And yeah. I'm going to have to go to court. And there's this whole fucking thing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, as a person, he disrespected me and you and my wife and yep. whoever else would have been in the car at the time. Yep. The whole car. You can't deny that. Not at all. <clears throat> and that, you know, I just can't stand it. And, and it's fucking bullshit. And honestly, it's why, it's part of the reason why, <laughs> this is so off the cuff, but it's part of the reason why I like Kanye West. What? Yep. Kanye West says 
fuck you to everyone. I'm going to do me and the little fucking glass house that you built. I don't give a shit about that. I'm a human. I got shit. You got shit. You think because you sold these many records that I should bow down and I should not treat you this way. But at the end of the day, yeah, you know what? I am going to go on stage and I'm going to grab your fucking spotlight. And everyone's going to be like, oh my God, he's so rude. He's so inconsiderate. Yeah, well, the next time you're in fucking line and someone's taking forever and you're an asshole, how are you any different from Kanye West? (laughs) The next time someone cuts you off and you fucking go off on them, how are you any different than Kanye West? Yeah. Kanye West is arrogant. He sure is. And it's entertaining. Very. But if I lived and I knew Kanye West personally, you think he just walks around like that? Maybe he does, but I highly doubt it. It's fucking entertainment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people take these roles of, like, shit, like, way too serious. And maybe I come across as, like, a socialist or, like, a libertarian or whatever the fuck name you want to put on it. But, like, seriously, at the end of the fucking day... Like, I don't care who you are, we're all humans. We all make mistakes, we all shit, we all pee, we all burp, we all have to eat, we all have to breathe, and we all care about ourselves and the people we know. Yeah. That's that. That's a I don't care what you own. Great synopsis. I don't care, like, what title you have or what degree. Like, you're a doctor. Cool. Does that make you better than me? No. No you, you know more than I do. Maybe. In certain subjects. But, like, as, as on a human level, how are we any different? Like, this is why I hate racism. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm white and you're black. Am I? Right now you are. <laughs> what does it fucking matter? Who cares if you're purple? Or yeah. orange? Or multicolored? President is orange. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And his mouth looks like a tiny butthole. (laughs) An angry spider. But seriously, man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I just, I really can't stand the power bullshit and the fucking lies that we believe. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying I'm some crazy fucking asshole who's like, I'm going to go live in the woods and create a cult and fuck everyone. I'm not saying that. Like, I adhere to laws, and I do my shit, but, like, just respect me. Yeah. And if you're my mom, respect me. Respect the fact that I think saying fuck is not an issue. Yeah. And I respect the fact that you think it is, so I try my damnedest not to say it around you. Sure. Because I respect what you believe. Yeah. Vice versa, if you hear me say fuck, leave it the fuck alone. I'm a grown-ass man. Yeah. I'm a grown ass human being who makes his own decisions. Yeah. I don't care how I was raised. I don't care, oh, you weren't raised to say that or do that or think that way. No. I'm a human. Yeah. I came to my own fucking conclusions. Yeah. Because I didn't I don't fit in this box and I didn't I don't just believe what you taught me and that's the only truth in life. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there, dude. Uh, you know, sorry, boxes, but I'm super passionate about that right that's now. That's a fucking I'm rant. Like, Jesus Christ. That's a good rant. I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah. You don't want me to live a certain way? Well, I don't want you to live a certain way. Yeah. But what are you doing about it? Jack shit. 
So why should I fit in your fucking little thing? Sure. Yeah. We cannot conform to molds. You know, Christianity is not... We can and we do. And that's why I'm saying it's shitty. Uh, by and large, People are so fake. Yeah. Because they live in, like, these little things that they think, you know, they're keeping the peace or, well, this is how, this is what we should do. This is what we should not do. And blah, 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 blah. No one has a fucking brain of their own. I don't know. I'm going to shut up. No, so, so you're right, though. So, for me, I guess I, what, the way that I should say it is that we don't have to live in the mold. Yes, we all do conform. In different areas of our lives, we do. We conform, and we we try our best to fit into certain molds. But the truth is, is that we don't have to. We don't have to. And what maturity... But that's not normal. It's not normal. That's hard. It is very hard. Because you might not be liked. And that's what she said. It's very hard. <laughs> but Hopefully. <laughs> if you're not at half mass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but 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 um you don't have to live in the mold. Um and, and I I've said this before on the podcast. Um not Jordan Rubin. What's the guy's name? From Smart? No. Um, from uh, the the Debt Freedom guy. I can't remember his name right now. It's it's escaping me. I can see his face though. Um, he says that if everyone is dancing to the beat of the same drum, exit the dance floor immediately. It's what he says. It's, and he's all about going against the grain and how important it is. Dude, that thing spits out. It's less than every 36 <laughs> minutes, bro. You might have put it to 36 minutes, but it's like every 17 minutes. We've been recording for an hour and 16 minutes. I'm, I'm just saying, dude, I've That's heard that thing spit out. second time I've heard out. it. No, I've heard it four times, dude. That's the fourth time it spit out. Okay. It smells really, really good, by the way. Thank you. Anyway, um... Now that I'm Googling this shit, I'm gonna get so many ads for debt freedom. Not even because I need it, just because <laughs> I was trying to find that guy's name. Yeah, I can't remember his name right now. And I didn't even find it. But I see his face, and, um... The guy's very smart. So, uh, like I was saying... He says that if, if everyone is dancing to the beat of the same drum, uh, drum, exit the dance floor Im uh, immediately. And he's all about not fitting into the mold of the way society um, says that you should live and, and, and do. And I think that that's part of what Dave Ramsey is his name. Ooh, there you go. Dave Ramsey. Ramsey does not want to dance at the party. No. So his, his thing is very, you know, you know, what he has to say is very important because uh, I think it goes back to a previous conversation we had about confidence, episode 60. Being confident enough in who you are and your relationship with God to not 
have to conform to the way things, air quotes, should be or the way that you should behave or the way that you should live your life. The fact is, is that it takes a very strong, confident, secure person to be able to say, this box is not big enough to hold me. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm bigger than this box that you want to put me in. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm not trying to be dirty. I'm serious right now. Um, yeah, me too. Hey, <laughs> you're too small for me. Your mindset is too small to be able to relate to me. Yeah. As a whole person. You know? And so Or just the fact that there's other things other than what you're thinking. Absolutely. Like I swear to God, like today going to the Garden of the Gods, I'm looking at it and I'm I'm looking at this is thirty thousand acres of land protected state forest. Right? There's probably at least twenty Sasquatch in it. At least. It's probably twenty families of Sasquatch <laughs> in that forest. Anyway. My thing is that I'm looking I'm looking at it and I'm saying to myself This is bigger than I could ever explore. I wouldn't have time to be able to really Look at and really like we didn't have time. We were way too hot, sweaty, nasty. Like we didn't have time to really take in. We went on one trail and only one trail. Mm -hmm. And there were several trails through that forest. Yeah. There's a lot more to see. And I look at that the same way I look at life. There's so much more to see. There's so much more to experience, and we're locked into these four walls of a church, this one denomination, this one pastor, and this one Jesus, and we're looking like this is it. And in my opinion, that is extremely narrow-minded and immature because you're not admitting the fact that the world itself is so much larger than what you see. It's so much larger than the way that you were raised and the family you were brought up in. And like, if, if all you know is other white people, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. If, if all you know is other black people, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. You know? I, I told you the story of or the, the joke that I played on my cousin. When we were playing dominoes, I was just, it was super dirty and completely inappropriate, but I'll just say it on the podcast. I looked at my cousin. It's it's four of us that are sitting at the table playing dominoes. And I said to my cousin, I said, hey, bro, you still with that girl that likes to stick her finger up your butt? <laughs> and I tried to say it with a straight face to embarrass him in front of his friends. Mm -hmm. uh, and I couldn't say it. I couldn't say it with a straight face. I'm laughing my ass off because I knew it was just a joke. <laughs> and I was completely just 
breaking the tension of the game because everybody's like counting bones and they're just like, oh, okay, I got to make this move and I got to make that move. I just cracked a joke just to be funny. Yeah. Everybody laughed their ass off. Everybody saw it as comic relief, right? Um, and he looked at me. He was like, you get to me, white friends. <laughs> that was his response. <laughs> and I know he doesn't believe that because he's got white friends as well. Sure. It, it's not. It wasn't. It was all comedy. But there's a lot of people that think that way. Yeah. And they stay in their tight-knit little circles, and they don't venture out. And so they don't get other experiences. His point in cracking that joke was, you know, you got a lot of diversity going on where that shit is funny. And it's funny to me, too, because I understand. And it's funny to the other guys that were there because they understood as well. Mm -hmm. The fact is, is that had I just grown up in this tight little circle of all black people, I never would have cracked that joke because that shit wouldn't have been funny. <laughs> you get shot over something like that <laughs> in certain so in certain circles, right? <laughs> but but the fact is that I've branched out, and that shit is funny to me. It was funny to them. You, you, the world is so much larger, and I was very dirty to bring that up to make this point. But the world is so much larger than what we see. It's so much larger than the friends that we keep and the experiences that we have with our small communities. And unless you're open to embrace other cultures and other people, you're going to miss out on a whole lot that you it's stuff that you think that is important and think that is special. And then when you go out into other communities and you meet people that are Indian or you meet people that are Hindu, you know, Hindu or Arabic or Chinese or Japanese, and you start looking at all these different cultures, you find out that the shit that you think is important is super small in the grand scheme of things. Because life is so much larger. You, when you start branching out into other cultures and belief systems and thought processes and, and, and the way families are you know, other communities and the way that they gel together, you realize that your simple mindset of what needs to happen, what is good and what is bad, what is acceptable and what is not acceptable, you realize that your, your viewpoint is super small. And it limits you in your creativity. It limits you in your, in your freedom and your ability to just be yourself. And you don't even truly know yourself until you begin to branch out and build relationship with other people that don't look like you, that don't talk like you, don't sound like you, that don't necessarily interpret things the way that you do. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Maybe saying the word fuck isn't all that bad. Maybe it's not. Maybe having a drink is not all that bad. We had a block party a couple weeks ago. Um, my neighbor, our, our neighbors are uh, Albanian. And he brought out, his name is Gramos. He brought out this Albanian moonshine. 
First of all, let's just stop right there. Did you know that Albanians make moonshine? No. No. Never, never heard of it. You would think that it's just a southern thing. Somebody in the backwoods of Kentucky making some moonshine, yeah. right? I've got an Albanian neighbor who says that anytime anybody goes back to the home country, all the families that are there, they'll give you moonshine to take back. And they'll say, give this to uncle this person, give this to cousin this person, give this to auntie this person. They make moonshine. They make their own liquors. And they drink it every day. And it is like rubbing alcohol, like extremely strong. And they use the, the fruit from different trees that are grown in Albania. And you would never have a clue. You would never have an idea. You would never think that Albanians make moonshine. But they make, I swear to God, that was some of the best moonshine I've ever had in my life. And I've had a lot of it. You just don't know if you don't branch outside of your air quotes community. Yeah. And it's the same thing in God. It's like, you know what? If the only thing you know is your church and how you worship in your church and how you do things in your church, you're, you're stuck in that mode of this is the way it needs to be done because this is the emotional experience that I've had. But the fact is, is that you, you get outside of yourself, you get outside of your mold, and jokes are different. Things that you find funny begin yeah. to change. Things that, you, that are serious and that are important begin to change. Like you get a different focus, you get a different perspective, and you're able to fucking break the mold. And not be so pigeonholed into this bullshit where you have to go to this place every Sunday. You have to do every Wednesday. You have to do vacation Bible school in the summertime because that's what we do. Mm -hmm. All of that is just bullshit. It's just bullshit. And you can't pigeonhole people into, into that mold and say this is what's right and this is what's wrong. I might have went off topic right there a little bit, but... No, I mean, stuff like like what you just said makes me think of, like, you know, in the Old Testament, when God got pissed at the priests because they were just slaughtering calves and doing their thing, and it meant nothing. It was just a form they of religion. They were going through the motions. Going through the motions, exactly. Exactly. You know, like, that's what... And I'm not saying everyone that's in, you know, the four walls of the church is going through the motions. One, that would be super naive of me to say. And two, I just don't believe that. That's There's no way that that's possible. But I do think there's a lot, and I dare say a majority of people where, you know, their parents did this. And, you know, that's how they grew up. And, well, that's that's what we do. That's how it is. That's the truth. Yeah. That is the veritas. You know? Like yeah. that's the absolute truth, which is what veritas means, which if you didn't know that, fucking now educate you know, yourself. Bitches. It's in the Bible. Yeah. You might want to read that and know what it means. But like 
I don't know. It's just like, you know, church to me feels like what the Bible said in the Old Testament as, you know, God was disgusted, lukewarm, water in his mouth. Just You're just doing, you're going through the motions. I don't even like it. Yeah. You think that your prayers are reaching? Your incense that you're burning is reaching up to the heavens? Yeah. I.e., you think that I'm being worshipped and that I'm communing with you, but I'm not. Like, you're the furthest thing that I want. I literally am spitting you out of my mouth. I can't even take it. It's yeah. so disgusting that I will not swallow it. Yeah. That's what God said. Yeah. It's in the fucking Bible. Yeah. Look it, it up. And that's what I feel like church is on a majority. And again, it's not everyone. It's not every church. Blah, 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 blah. I'm saying in a majority. And for me, that's what it felt like. I felt like that's all this is. Yeah. I'm just, it, it's literally meaningless. It's lukewarm. I'm not even, like, I, I, I lead worship. I preach. I teach. I help with the kids. I do this thing. I do that thing. I fucking clean this. I help park. I do whatever. I'm just going through the motions and it's empty and it's fucking useless. Yeah. And if that's what my relationship is with the fucking creator of the goddamn universe, I don't want it. Yeah. God sure as hell doesn't want that. I'm not worshiping him. Yeah. I'm worshiping this idea of like, well, everyone else does it. Or, you know, my family did it, so now I'm doing it. Or, I don't know. It's just, it's disgusting to me. Like, that's how I interpret it, because that's what the Bible says. And I totally agree with you, man. Like... Wake, like, do something out of the ordinary. Challenge yourself. Get out of the box. And you know what? If you're in the box and it's not that, more power to you. Keep yeah. going. Sure. But the, if there's fulfillment there, the quote, un, you know, the quote unquote church, the that, you know, the body of Christ, like the bride, it needs to wake the fuck up. I agree. Because there's a there's a lot of the bride that I think God's like, you know what? I don't even want to I don't want you in my mouth anymore. I'm spitting you out. Yeah. You're so disgusting and unfulfilling to me. There's no substance, there's no anything to it that I'm just regurgitating you out of my mouth because you're nasty. Yeah. Like that's what you want? Yeah. That's not what I want. Definitely not what I want. And if that's what I'm doing, then I say, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck all of it. Yeah. And that's what I was doing. And that started me leaving the church and there's all this other shit. But like, yeah, man, traveling around for me and like seeing, seeing different things and also seeing the same exact thing over and over and over, like it was copy and pasted. And there's nothing in it mm-hmm. really just, I don't know, caused me to question a lot of things. Yeah. And I'm super thankful for that because I could just as easily be someone who right now is getting paid to pastor a church and be controlled by whatever organization that gave me credentials mm-hmm. and just going through the motion. I'm just slitting that calf's throat. I'm just burning yeah. the incense, but over inside, 
I mean, fucking shit going on, and God's like, you're nasty. Yeah. You're pathetic. You think I want that? Awful taste in his mouth. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, man. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. We agree. Like, you know, worship is so much more than the formality and the and we've said it over and over again. Three songs in the beginning. Three fast songs. You pray, you take an offering. Two slow songs. Air quotes worship. You know, thin announcements, and then the pastor gets up. In today's society, we've said that that is a Sunday morning service of worship. And we neglect the fact that worship to God is actually more of a lifestyle than it is a formality or a form of service. And it goes all the way back down to a previous conversation where we talked about love languages, right? Giving, uh, service, time, touch, words of affirmation. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's so many different ways that we learn to communicate love to one another. But if you are communicating love to your partner the way that you receive love, you receive love, you might be missing the boat and completely depleting their air quotes love tank. Yeah. Right. So, so it is with God. We think that all these different things are important to Him, and it's going to be a shame when we stand before Him and He says. I never knew you. This wasn't worship to me. This wasn't, you know, I didn't count you being in church four times a week as being worship to me or service to me. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. (laughs) The things that are actually important to me. And Jesus laid it out very, very simply um, before his death saying that there's two great commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And then the second is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. Simply put, love God, love people. And we do all of these other things that we think are important and that are worship to God, and we forget the two greatest commandments that all of the law, the 613 laws, and all of the prophets can hang on according to Jesus. He said you can hang all of it on these just two on these two simple things. Love God and love people. And honestly, the second one, loving people is we I mean, I'm not going to get all, all into it cuz that that's that's a whole other podcast episode, yeah. but we overlook what loving people means. Like loving your neighbor. What does that mean? Sure. Does it mean tolerate them? Does it mean... What does it mean? Do you have a kid? How do you love your kid? Does your kid fuck up? Does your kid do stuff that you don't agree with? Right. What what does love your neighbor mean? Yeah. Maybe that's the next episode. 
Because there's a lot there, and we're already pushing 140 on this one. But, yeah. but you know, it, it's super yeah. overlooked and negated, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and it, I'm not saying I'm perfect either. I don't, you know. Nobody is. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, at the end of the day, really, it boils down to giving people grace to be who they are, love them right where they're at, you know. And it's something that I try my best to practice. You know, my parents taught me this years ago, that people will always teach you how to treat them. Hmm. And where growth comes in at is that you teach, you treat them better than the way that they've taught you to treat them. And it's something, uh, it's a lesson that's very hard to learn. Like, I've added on to my parents' lessons. So my parents taught me, people will teach you how to treat them. That's what they taught me. That's where they stopped. I've grown and I've learned that a better way to do it, because we always add on to our, our parents' lessons that we pass down to our kids. Oh, shit. Here we go. We're going to end this right now. Sean's farting. <laughs> I felt the spirit moving. My addition to I've been deceived. <laughs> my addition to my parents' teaching is even though people will teach you how to treat them. Oh, <laughs> wow. God wants you to treat them better than the way that they teach you how to treat them. And I think we're going to end it right there. It's been real. It's been a great weekend. I appreciate your you and Brooklyn's hospitality. I've had so much fun. But I, I said to you from the beginning, if you're going to fart while we're recording, we're fucking done. And we're done, bro. I appreciate you giving me the comfortable chair to record in, and you're taking the wooden chair. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, you like taking wood more than I do. I like no. cushion. No, this is this this has been my my way of showing you grace. <laughs> All right. Well, you didn't show me grace when you just ripped that fart. So payback, bitch. Damn. <laughs> oh, okay. We're done. We love and appreciate all of our listeners. Follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. Go to our website. Check us out, unchurchpodcast.wordpress.com. And um, like and subscribe. Give us five (laughs) stars. Share us with your friends. Help us grow the audience. We love you a long time. Peace. Peace. Hey everybody, it's Laurel, the self-appointed fan club president. You can visit Unchurched Podcast at unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com or at Unchurched Pod on Twitter and Instagram. See you there.